The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. What do you do when your life doesn't look like you thought it would? Looking back at missteps and unexpected events, Crystal Evans Hurst knows that God still has plans for you. And many times we want to wait until we get to the spot, whatever we think that spot looks like, to do anything. And what God is looking for us to do is activate the simple things that we can do right in front of us to move us forward step by step. And we move forward miles and miles, one step at a time. Thank you. You're really polite. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are thrilled to welcome you to Life Today. Tony Evans is not here, but his offspring is here. Tony and Lois Evans got the most wonderful kids. They got four kids, two guys, two gals, and they're just remarkable. And uh, this is the first time we've been able to really visit with Crystal. Uh, she's written a book. She's still there. And we visited with her, and she went over uh, several points to fight for your life, look at your life, embrace your life. And, and we said, we want to invite you back to take the next three major points, develop your life, encourage your life, choose your life. And uh, the title, she's still there, and someone shouted out right before we started, it said, uh, uh, had she got to get out of where she was? <laughs> and I don't know if I know where she was <laughs> and how'd she get out? So somebody shouted, so why don't we let uh, Crystal Evans Hurst tell us the answer? Would you welcome her, the author of this book, to Okay, Crystal, uh, she's still there. That doesn't mean you're still stuck. No. That means something's in you that's still there that matters, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so did something have to get, somebody said, how'd you get out? Well, you know, there, there are, there's the first, the realization that you gotta move. And then everybody wants to know, okay, well, where do you go next? And I think in our world, because we use words like purpose and we use words like destiny and, and plan, we think about this big end goal and life is hindsight 2020, you know that. There, there's so many things you see clearly in reverse. It's taking, the solution is so simple, like it's almost so simple, I don't even wanna say it. You just take one step at a time. You work with the light that you have. My mom always says, if you wanna know what to do next, until God tells you to do something different, keep doing what he told you to do last. Wow. The, the, Say that again. If you want to know what God wants you to do next, then keep doing what he told you to do last until now, he tells you something Tony different. this is not Tony saying this. No, this is Lois. You mean Lois says something in the Tony Evans household? <laughs> yeah. Go, Lois, That's go. Really That's really good. Though. But That's because great. we want some big solution... Yeah. We miss the solutions that are right in front of us. When I was in my uh, first apartment, I would, I would tell my aunt, um, uh, you know, when, one day when I get out of this apartment and get a bigger place, I'm gonna have people over all the time. And she said, don't wait until then. You have people over now. I had no couch, I had a rocking chair, and I had a pillow on the floor. And I invited my one friend over, and I sat on the floor, and she sat in the rocking chair, and I fixed her some hot chocolate. Let me tell you, the sweetness of our visits in that apartment are exactly the same now that she comes over and I've got a couch and two chairs. And many times we wanna wait until we get to the spot, whatever we think that spot looks like, to do anything. And what God is looking for us to do is activate the simple things that we can do right 
in front of us to move us forward step by step. And we move forward miles and miles, one step at a time. That's great. I hope that answered your question a little bit. <laughs> now, you know, I want to I want to go. I want to repeat the, the, the points we said we're going to sure. touch on. We, yep. we touched on the uh, the first three uh, that I mentioned, and she thoroughly vets this in the book. Fight for your life. Look at your life. Embrace your life. All right. Some things you have to get over, some things you have to be lifted out of, and that you become an overcomer by the power that's beyond you. All right, now we're going to talk about develop your life. Focus on the finish. Mm -hmm. That's one point under that subject. Encourage your life. Choose your life. So encourage do you encourage yourself? It yes. says in, that's what I think I hear you saying there. That's exactly what I'm saying. We live in a day and age where everybody wants to have a coach. Everybody wants to have uh, someone to spur them on. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think part of us participating in the rescue is realizing that you don't just sit there that you've got to participate in even how you coach yourself. Mm -hmm. That you have to say, good shot, good girl, you know, good job. You've got to do that. You, that you, you, you've got to do I that. I nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> you have to do that because while, yes, we should encourage each other, and yes, that's a big part of what the body of Christ should do, we've got to understand that it's okay for us to do that for ourselves. And now mm -hmm. here's the specific ways that we do that. We coach our lips because we, the power of life and death is in the tongue, mm -hmm. and we're not careful about the words that we speak. So we wonder sometimes why we're struggling underground, but we keep speaking ourselves into the ground. We've yes, got to we watch mm -hmm. what we say out of our mouth. You've got to coach your head, your thoughts. The Bible talks about taking your thoughts captive. And if a part of the reason why you are buried is because you've got thoughts that are running away, well, then you have a job to do. You've got to coach correct thinking. So you Good. identify the lie that's not true. And how do you know the truth? You study God's word. And every time you find yourself thinking an incorrect and, and, and God is not going to say you're terrible and you're not accepted and, and that you're not welcome. He's not going to say those things. If those are the things that you're hearing, then you look for the scriptures in God's word that say, no, that's not true, that I knew you and I loved you from the beginning of time, that I value you. I'm always with you. You coach your head, you coach your heart. Women have the tendency to let their emotions rule. Yeah. Uh, and while your emotions should guide you, they should not govern you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to okay. willingly willing coach your heart and then your hands. What good does it do to have all of the knowledge in your head uh, of what God wants to do in your life and then not do it. And I'm guilty of that, where we know what to do and don't do it. The Bible actually says that that's sin. Yeah. So coaching yourself is what you say to yourself, but it's how you encourage your head, your heart, and your hands. Wow, I love that. So we're not as helpless as we try to see we're ourselves. Not, we're not. We're not. And I've seen so many people that are waiting on someone mm -hmm. else to rescue them. And, and we need to do that. Yeah. But if you're sitting there, God has extended so much of a rescuing hand to you. Just reach out and grab it. Develop the other two points a little bit where you talk about develop your life and choose your life. And that those last three segments yeah, in the book, yeah. they're so beautifully divided. Well, you know, when I was 12, I ran down the hallway and I was crying. Uh, I mean, you know, 12 year old adolescent, big, big tears. And I walked <laughs> into my parents room and they were like, what's wrong? And I said, I don't know who I am. My daddy said, what'd you say? I said, I said, I don't know who I am. And he busted out laughing. at me. He said, what do you mean you don't know who you are? I said, he said, well, you're crystal. Well, here's the part that at 12 that you don't always quite get. Mm -hmm. You are who you are. You are God's design, whatever your name is. 
but there's a development in life that takes place. There are decisions that you make. There, there are directions that you choose. And as you live every day, you figure out more and more, what does that mean to be crystal? You learn the words to describe who you are. When I talk about developing your life, it, it's almost like being born when you're a baby. God gives us 10 fingers, 10 toes, and we hope we have a healthy baby, right? But you gotta feed that baby, you've gotta nurture <laughs> the baby, you've gotta take care of the baby. And when God allowed each of us to be here, he gave us a starter soul, he gave us a starter kit. But what we do to develop that helps us to understand more and more about what he's given us. But if we don't exercise discipline, if we don't live with focus, if we don't make sometimes hard decisions to live holy, if we don't make those decisions and operate every day with a focused life, then we may never discover exactly who he intended us to be. So we've got to participate in the development of our life. And then choosing your life is simply choosing Really, I want to put the emphasis on your life because we live in an age where we're looking at everybody else's. And, and because of social media and just because we've always been in love with what the Joneses have going on, we trade what God wants us to do, wants to do in our lives for what we see him doing in the life of someone else. And again, we can't live someone else's life. We can only live our own. And so you choose freedom. I ran a, uh, a marathon um, three years ago. I think I ran the race and then kept running right into Cracker Barrel, and that was the end of that. <laughs> but I will tell you that I ran the race, and one of the <laughs> one of the most difficult things in that race, I'm a slow runner, was realizing that as it was a looped course, that as I was not even to the halfway point, there were people that were coming back, and I was already feeling depressed. And then this walker lady, you know the ones that walk and they kind of, yep. she passes me. I'm running and the walker lady passes me but she says run your race girl run your race that's great wisdom yeah because i can get in that race and look at everybody else and stop or i can run my race and finish and we have to choose the freedom that comes when we realize that God is not asking me to do you. He's not asking me to do you. He's asking me to be faithful to do me because he put me on this earth with some specific things in mind for me to do the only way that I can do them. And I won't do them if I'm busy looking at everybody we else. We shouldn't compare ourselves. We shouldn't others. compare. Because we're unique in who God created us We are. Be. We are. And how you beat that comparison green envy is by being really grateful about what God has given you. So every time you find yourself looking at someone else, you find something in you, in your life to give God thanks for. Celebrate what he's given you and you won't have time to be paying too much attention to what he's given everybody else. Yeah, and Paul said we dare not be like those among us who compare themselves among themselves and measure themselves by themselves and are void of understanding. We don't have wisdom or understanding things from God's point of view. So stop the nonsense. You know, we don't measure up in comparison. God didn't do it. And, and so, you know, let's cease to do it. And so running the race he set before us, and that's what I hear you say. You're getting into that race. You're going to run that race, run it well, and you run it with endurance. Now, is there any other thing that you want to talk about, develop your life, encourage your life, choose your life, that is we just kind of wind up our time of sharing and our viewers hearing what you want them to take away because they're going to go through all these things God put on your heart. And see, I know enough about talking about books because everybody that writes a book, the publisher says, you really need to talk about what this publisher wrote. And I don't talk about something that's a waste of time. Yeah. I'm not a book peddler. <laughs> I'm a person that wants to help people run their race yeah. effectively for the glory of God. So you wrote this with an intent in your heart. Yeah. What's the intention you have and what's your prayer? Well, I want 
every person who reads the book to realize, number one, that if they feel stuck, they're not the only person who feels that way and they don't have to stay that way. But they do have to get up and run. They don't, they, you can't just sit there and say, God, you know, spoon me to the next location. Um, you know, as you were talking about running your race, it made me think about my grandmother, my maternal grandmother. Uh, her race, and she would say it all the time for so many different reasons, it's for his namesake. I'm raising my kids because it's for his namesake. I'm being faithful to my what marriage. What a grandmother. Now, which side is this? My it's my grandma. mom's mom. It's my mom's mom. Did Tony have any good things in his history? He, he did. He did. He did. Or did just Lois' whole family? We've got all over Tony. We're learning the truth, Dr. Evans. <laughs> but she would say that. And, and while there is this end goal, we all want to, uh, to live lives that honor God, right? But... It, the, everything that we do is for his namesake. That lived itself out in how she took care of her family. It lived itself out in how she prepared meals. Wow. But my, my grandmother graduated with an associate's degree after going to school for decades. <laughs> right. And she was God the one who her. always wow. showed up and made good grades. God and got her. So everything, all these, it's like all these mini finish lines added up to the main one. Everything that I do, every little thing, every big thing adds up to the focus line. But my dad's mom, I remember one of the last times I saw her, she had had a, her leg amputated. She had a mm. walker mm. and she was walking to the door mm. and her face was grimaced. And I said, why are you doing that? She said, because they said every day I've got to walk to my front door and walk back. Mm. That was her race. Yeah. Mm. Every day she had to walk with that walker to the door and then walk back. Now, does it matter that this grandmother got this degree and did all this stuff all over the world or that this one at this season in her life was walking to the door? That was their that race. That was their race. So we have to say, God, what is, because the ultimate goal is I want to please you. That's the ultimate finish line. But for right now, this decade, this five years, this year, today, this job, this family, whatever, what is this, the mini finish line? Help me to run that well and then to be able to say, it's for your namesake. You know, I just, don't you love what you just heard? Is that a beautiful testimony? You know, I, uh, I just, let me be honest with you. Your, your, your family is, uh, are heroes to me. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious. You talked about two grandmothers. Mm -hmm. Were their husbands active? Oh, yeah. Granddad was too. Grandpa and, and two both, daddy. Both sides? Oh, yes. <laughs> Praise God. I'll see two daddy in three not, weeks. <laughs> doesn't, it, does it, yeah, doesn't it break your heart that we don't have that often enough? But you know what? My dad's dad, uh, somebody's got to be the first. Somebody's got to be the first. So his story isn't necessarily my dad's story. At some point, each individual has to decide. I've learned about God's love. I'm going to choose to live for him. And from this point forward, I get to change the story for generations mm -hmm. to come. So it is hard. But even in your case, so many of the things that you're doing are because of the hard. That's right. That's so we right. want the joy. Mm -hmm. But if we want the joy and not the pain, it's like a faucet with only one spigot running. Mm -hmm. If you want it on, you got to let them both through. Yeah. Yeah. And God uses it all. Yeah. And you know, the thing that I think is so important, I really asked the question there because I want every mother that is in this fatherless situation, dysfunctional father, missing father. Mm. You women are miracle workers. Mm -hmm. That's right. You're indescribable. The glory of God in you, the strength that God put in you, the divine enabling is magnificent. Don't lose heart. How many of these athletes do we see, thank mom, you know, and one of the saddest stories I've ever told, it was true, that uh, Hallmark uh, sent out a message that uh, if you want to send to the prisoners in prisons, you want to send a card to your mother for Mother's Day, we'll, 
we'll give them to you. We'll just bring them to the prison. And all the prisoners asked for them. Mm -hmm. It went over so well, they came back to the prison. Father's Day, and they said, if you'd like to send your father a note, we'll give you a card. Not one prisoner asked for a Father's Day card. Mm -hmm. God, would you please heal the fatherless yes, in our, yes. fatherlessness in our nation? And would you continue to give women supernatural strength? Give us all, but give each person listening to us today the knowledge that they can run the race you set before them with your strength and your enabling. In Jesus' name. Well, I pray that for you. You need somebody to pray with you. That line is there's a prayer line. Would you like to just say thanks from the bottom of your heart for Crystal Oasis Blessed? Crystal, one of the things that, that our viewers, and I've said it many times, I don't think there are greater people on the planet. And all over the world, all the different nations that sit right here and they listen and we try to pour blessing and spiritual insight and spiritual food and nourishment to you. But then we ask our viewers to be a miracle. Those of you who have prayers and want them answered, Isaiah 58 indicates that if you become an answer to prayer, your prayers are answered quickly. I want to show you how right now you can be a perfect, perfect answer to prayer. Watch. One hundred hours. On average, that's how long the human body can survive without water. In the face of death by dehydration, water like this is the only choice for many. Recently, while in East Africa, we spoke with Fatina, a mother personally impacted by this crisis. Unclean water is a common hardship throughout the world. And when something is common, it's easy to get used to. But should losing a child ever be something we get used to? Contaminated water has already taken Fatina's son. In Cambodia, Samnang lost his daughter to a waterborne illness. Flores and Anita from Madagascar lost both their mother and three-year-old sister after they drank from a contaminated canal. At the time we visited these sisters, they were still drinking from that very same water source themselves. For years, you've helped Life Outreach provide clean water in thousands of areas across the globe. Right now, mothers like Fatina also need clean water in their villages before tragedy strikes again. Betty, I said to all of our viewers that the natural thing when you see that pain is to say, I change channels, I'm, I don't want to watch it. The supernatural thing is to be moved 
by the love of God that gave his son to give you living water, to give you eternal life. The supernatural thing is to say, I can give a cup of water in Jesus' name. I can stop another mother from losing another child or a family member. And see, I'm not throwing out wishful thinking. I'm not throwing out some hope for very difficult possibility. I'm presenting an absolute reality. A cup of water in his name, clean water. Now remember this, because it's the missionaries carried by love into the place of suffering. They plant their lives in the midst of it gladly. And the thing the missionaries have said to me over and over, our hearts are full of love. Our hearts are overflowing with compassion, but too often our hands are empty. We can't meet the need. And the missionaries have all said, would you go home and ask the people back home that watch you on life today, if they would give life today? Because we're ready to share it. So you become the supernatural answer to that missionary's prayer to those precious parents concerning their children to every child. Because together we can give not only a cup of water, but a well of water. And there are many people, Betty and I are gonna have lunch in a few days with a couple who give a well every month. They said it's as great a joy as we've ever found. I don't know if you can give one well, but if you can, I believe you will. They're $4,800. I believe you'll do it because I believe you want to be the supernatural answer to that need. And you're going to give a whole village water for the rest of their lives. You can give 1,200 or 2,400, pray three people join you or another joins you and we got another well. But most of the resources come from people who give $48. And that basically gives 10 people water. Our 144 will give 30 people water. I don't know at what level you can come in, but we also need filter systems for areas where we can't get the drilling rigs in because of the terrain. And in answer to prayer, we can give three families their own filter system to filter any water, get out all the bacteria and disease. It's not an exaggeration. It's a miracle reality. But $100 will give three families that filter system. So could you do that? There's a level today in the supernatural Responding to God's love, you can become the answer to the prayers and the heart cry and the need of these precious people. And remember this, you're going to give them water for life. The missionaries are going to be telling about the water of life that inspires the actions and the supernatural acts of love that you express. So would you right now, lifetoday.org, go, go online, get your bank card and use it like a check. And I pray you, you make one of the biggest checks you've ever made through that bank card. If you want to write a check, make it to life, but call us and tell us you're putting it in the mail. So you can go to life today or you can dial that number and use that card and say, here's what I'm giving. Or if you write a check and mail it to life and make it to life, call us and tell us you're mailing it. Okay, very important we hear from you. We've got some beautiful inspirational gifts for you that'll bless you. But you're in essence giving the greatest life, the greatest miracle. You're giving life itself. That's what you're giving. 
Thank you for doing it. By the way, if you get a busy, you be determined. I'm getting through. I'm going to be someone's miracle today. Thank you for that. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink polluted water filled with deadly disease or perhaps die of thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can't end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in 15 nations. A gift of $48 will provide disease-free water for 10 people. $72 will provide for 15 people and $144 will help provide clean water straight from the ground for 30 people. Please also consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our drilling rigs are unable to reach. As our thank you, we'll send you the books Words of Jesus and Words of Healing. One contains only the words of Jesus and the other scriptures for healing in your body, mind, and soul. With your $100 gift, you can receive both hardbound and softbound editions of these scripture promise books. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful hand-sculpted Determined Eagle Bronze. Please call, write, or make your gift online. I love traveling all around the world with Life Outreach, being able to tell the stories of so many people. In many of the places that I've gone into, many children that I have heard stories about have, have died because of the water that they're drinking. And it really breaks your heart when you go into these places and you hear such stories and you think, what can I do? And this is my heart's cry to you to say, we need you. We need to continue to drill more and more and more wells so it will give water for life to thousands of more people just like this all over the world. Please, won't you help us? Go to the phone, go online, and, and help us bring life through water to these people. You know, Betty and I are so grateful for your love and thanks so much. And those of you that have been spending the 30 days in focused prayer, like turning the power of a river through a turbine to light up a city, you've been focusing on our president and our leaders, asking God to shelter them, protect them, and pour wisdom out on them and they'd receive it. And I want you to be determined eagles, determined to soar on the turbulence of the times and the challenges of the day. Remember this, this eagle is created to travel at speeds he can't generate. He has to be carried by greater power and force, but he's designed for it. You are designed to live in the divine enabling of the Holy Spirit. God wants to carry, you're designed to be carried by power far beyond anything we can generate. Let's live that supernatural life. I think that's what Crystal, I think the whole Evans family is trying to help us all do that. Here's the book, she's still there. You give a cup of water and you say, could you send me that book too, along with those other books? I, I just think it'll help me. Yes, if you want it, you touch someone with love, we'll gladly send it to you. Would all of you here say thanks to Crystal? Thanks to God for her. Thank all of you, thank you Crystal. Thank all of you for watching. Thanks for sharing life. Encourage your friends to join us every day in the family room.
no matter how depressing or sad or hopeless it might look, there's always a path forward. Bobby Houston encourages us to stay the path next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.